Say what? I don't know about you, but I've been watching a lot of Joe Rogan lately. Oh, yeah? Oh, you know the the one thing I watched recently? What'd you watch? You would appreciate this, because I know how you are, like, you know, you understand the fighting aspect or the defensive aspect, or if you are a fighter, like, like fighting in the UFC is totally different than like playing basketball or football. I mean, football is probably the closest rugby is probably the closest thing to MMA other than anything. Cause it's like, they were talking about that Conor McGregor fight. Yeah. That, that was supposed to happen and never did. No, the Conor McGregor fight against uh cowboy. Oh, that one, that one. Where he, where he, where he fucking shouldered him a couple of times and oh, broke yeah. his orbital. Oh, yeah. And I watched the, I watched the podcast. I watched the podcast, and, and it's so funny. You could tell Joe Rogan was so pissed because he realized that this, this dude, this dude, I don't want to say anything else, but this dude coming from, like, an NBA background, a football background, all the other, like, normal sports you would see in, like, high school or college. Yeah. He, he knows what he's talking about with those sports, but he has no fucking idea what he's talking about when it comes to MMA. And so he said they're talking about how, like, uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith. Was he a commentator for the UFC or something or what are you talking he's, about no he's the guy for ESPN that does that he he bitches with the white guy he's oh a gotcha yeah and he was bitching with fucking Joe Rogan and he's like I, I, I don't think you know and this is after Connor came out of uh getting his ass beat by fucking uh uh money Mayweather oh yeah yeah, yeah. remember that oh yeah so so he gets his ass beat by Money Mayweather, and, and Money Mayweather knew the best thing he could do is just try to get this guy into, like, the third or fourth, fifth round because Conor McGregor's so explosive that as long as you dodge his hits, because he's a very powerful hitter. Oh, yeah. Not like I got hit by him, but everybody says he's, you know, amazing when it comes to hitting. Well, he, fu- he fucking a guy. he fucking crushes what? people with the, his left hand. It's like everybody that's gotten hit by it says it's like not like anybody else. It's different. He's kind of a lighter weight, Michael. Like like who? Because like there's a lot of hard hitters in UFC. I can't just say there's one that's a Mike Tyson, but when well, he's too, he's too small to be a Mike Tyson. No, but they were talking about, I was watching a podcast today about like Mike Tyson's, uh, um, they were talking about muscle structure. Yeah. And they were like, there's certain genetically, there's certain things you cannot do. Like, like, um, if Mike, Mike Tyson didn't have the genetic structure he did, his coach would not have been able to help him out as much as he did but he already had that built in. He was a fighter. Like most people that fight are fighters. Like they have something that gets the job done. I guess the best way to say it. I think the mental, the the thing that makes Mm -hmm. most good fighters fighters, they all come from like a background of tragedy. Background of what? Tragedy. Like that something's fucked up has happened to them. 
Yeah, maybe. Well, Tyson, maybe. Ty, Tyson was like he was. He had a broken home, and that's he, boxing. What about Connor, though? What about Connor? If you want to do that, how about a lot of those guys on the UFC? I think he had an alcoholic father. I mean, almost all. Of I don't know. Them, almost, I don't know. But, almost, you know. almost all of them do. All the good ones, anyway. Well, the reason I brought it up, though, Brett, was they were talking about like, uh, and I've been watching a lot of Joe Rogan lately with like uh, chimpanzees. Yeah, like the Lion Killers. Have you seen those episodes, the Lion Killers and shit? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, I got last last two nights so i got into the lion killers and i actually uh and they uh so so in in the group of chimps chimpanzees yeah it's one of those things where uh there's always an alpha right 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 there's, there's always an alpha i think that's a and basic part of like just the the, the whole world well, with, all species, with, with, well, all species. When you put a, put us in our primate areas, but also when you put us in our, in our, you know, we're supposed to be enlightened. We people still do take advantage of other people. We might not like like this this uh, group of chimps. This alpha male ran the colony for a long, long, long time, probably like four or five years and a couple of the chimpanzees, they kind of conspired against them and they wind up beating up this chimpanzee so bad. Another chimpanzee got in there and said, Hey, knock it off. But the chimpanzee and the other chimpanzee followed him into the forest so he could recover, but he died like two, three days later. But what I'm saying is that that's, how like humans are totally without even realizing it it's like if you don't think the way i think well you know i hope you get a virus and die or i hope you do this and die well look and at look at the look like at the all of, look at the fact that we divide ourselves by countries you can't cross this line yeah. otherwise i'm gonna we're going to war so you do what you do on your side i'll do what i do on my side and that's the well, way you gotta have it you got you got you got being honest, though, you got to have those lines because on one side of the line there's certain laws, on one side of the line there's other laws. What if what if there were no lines ever? There wasn't when this world well, started. Well, no, that you you can't do that because there's laws everywhere. I mean, if me and you all of a sudden went over to fucking uh, uh, what's the nice place? Um, um, <laughs> the nice Saudi place? Arabia. Oh, we yeah. went to Dubai. No, let's say me and you went to Dubai and we started trying to hit on some girls in a. In a uh, bar, oh, they, they, you'd be they, like, "Hey, why do you why do you got why do you got all that shit around your face? Why do you got all that black shit?" You they, know, they'd fuck us That's up. That's suppression for women. They'd chop our hands off. Oh, they don't. Well, because it's a culture thing. But that evolved from somewhere. I mean, like, I mean, I don't think that. No. You know, I mean, talking about evolve. I, I some, like the some, reason some guy was some, some guy was like, "Hey, uh, you know." If someone steals, we're chopping off your hand. And someone said, "Well, I don't like that." Then they're drawing a line in the sand. Like, okay, here's the side that people don't get their hands chopped off, and that's the side. Okay, <laughs> let's see who who's better. Well, let, let 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 me ask you a question, Brett. Do you think? I mean, if you could live anywhere in the world, 
and I'm not saying anywhere for, uh, let's say, all the, uh, like, you walk out every day and it's the exact weather you want and and whatever like that. But I'm saying if you could move anywhere in the world and just move there specifically because of their laws, do you think there's anywhere else better than the United States? For laws. No, for, because... For, for, for not only protecting men, but women. I don't give a... Listen, I think that... Um the United States is the best place to live because everybody's trying to come here. And then the other part, the other part is this, um, the States state to state, Mm -hmm. you can pick and choose one of 50 and they all have different laws and you can pretty much, you can pretty much just go wherever you want. Right. Exactly. They have totally different lifestyles too. You could move to Montana and fucking just, just all the time. It's just talking about, or you could go to New York and like, you know, we're just talking about buying land in, in uh, Montana because with this whole COVID shit, like all the places that got the least affected, Montana was like, you know, I mean, there's no one out there because of the population or whatever. But, you know, no, but there, Idaho, like Idaho is beautiful, man. I got a uh, I got a deal for you. I've been thinking about this. After I get done taking care of the parents and all that shit and I rent out the house, I want to, uh, I think if things, you, you never know what happens. Things get changed and you just, you know, change your per- perspective on life and, and your, your plan. You know, hey, it's like I got a promotion. Okay, I'm going to stay here or whatever. But I don't think I'm going to get a promotion at work. I can still make the same money. But eventually, I think there's going to be a time where I don't, I'm not needed at the house anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not needed to take care of somebody else. Roadshow? So I think at that point, I don't think road trip. I almost think uh, all spring and summer long, buy a piece of property over in Bandon, Oregon. Yeah, I like that. Buy an RV, a trailer RV type of thing, park it on the land, work at Bandon Dunes for three to five years. I have to do it for at least three because if I buy property over there and I figured if I had a trailer and I put it in an RV park, it cost me about 900 bucks a month. So I figured 900 times three would actually, because the average land value over there around the surrounding areas is about 24 to $30,000. Yeah, and if you put an RV hookup there where you got sewer and stuff, it only it's going to cost about another five grand. Get people to actually do it. Like you know, here's money. I don't want to mess with it. Five grand. Put in a sewer. What? I want an electrical thing in there, and then and take my RV, take my trailer, my Airstream t- trailer, take it down to fucking Bannon Dunes for eight months a year. Work, uh, uh, what work? Uh, uh, work April, May, June, July, August, September, October, and then I could go a month early, but then come back home for the winter months, which are the holiday months, which is, you know, Halloween. You know, we're single. We still like to go well, out and see all let, the let, girls let's, let's get be, all slutty dressed. Let's let's be real. Your your parents are gone, both of them. What's yeah. what what's what's holding you in Tacoma other than like? you know, the, the summertime stuff. 
No, no, this is what I would do is that I would, because I already got Timmy in the house, right? Yeah. So I got Timmy in the house. He doesn't want to pay any extra rent. He just wants to pay the rent, whatever. And so I'd just be like, and I finish off the house and then my parents' room, I'd rent it out to Angry. That way, when I come back home for the holidays, like Halloween, Thanksgiving especially, Christmas especially, you know Angry used to be a trained cook. Yeah, he's a he's a he used to be a chef. Yeah, he got like he went to college for that shit and stuff. So and he's probably always going to be single. So I'm just looking at life in my own area. It's like I'm trying to hang out with as many single guys as I can without with letting them know, hey, I'm not gay, but we're we're all trying to avoid those psycho bitches out there. You know what I mean? If we got a chance at like laying something, we're gonna do it. Oh but God, yeah. I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in a relationship with somebody at this stage in my life. Get married to her, marry her for two to four years, and then she's gonna get mad at me and divorce me for some stupid ass reason and take half my shit. Seriously, that ain't gonna happen. Seriously, so it ain't gonna happen. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, okay. Every every woman wants either a guy that's like we're talking about, you know, alpha, beta things, right? Uh, woman wants. Oh, yeah, but they're trying to all turn us into beta males. Beta. <laughs> beta. They're trying to turn us into beta, but they want alpha. Figure Ex- that out. Exactly, but really, they just want what we've done. We, we've, the society has given them too much power because they just like there's things in the news like believe any woman. You know, like with this whole Me Too movement, right? Uh, okay. Okay. Believe any man. No, I get that. Believe no, any I get dog. That. Believe any anything. Like gotta- no, I've been, tr- dude. I've been listening to a lot of shit about Me Too people that have been accused, and they're not. It's I their, mean, it's their power move, man. It it is one thing that only us males can say to other males is that women are conniving. It's their power move because if they say it now, They're, granted, like, let's say, I mean, th- this isn't every situation, but like, you know, chances are you're out, you're drunk and women are emotional. They believe what they feel. That's straight up, man. Okay. Men are more logical. Well, it's their truth. It's their truth. Men are more logical. Women are more emotional. That's just a fact. I mean, there are, yeah, of course. there are some that are more logical than others and they're you know so what's your point here with a girl you're you're out at 2 a.m with a girl you're logical she's emotional and you're like hey i want to fuck shit goes down shit goes down and then 30 years later you're running for president and she comes up and says you know he raped me like what's that all about why don't why don't you address it right then the argument let me ask you a question let me ask you a question about because you brought out the r word our word's a very, very important word because everybody thinks it only happens on one side and not the other. What, have you been raped? Right. You've been raped. <laughs> Dude, not only have I have, but one of our king bees in our group, <laughs> Mr. RK. You know Mr. RK? Yeah. Without saying names? Yeah. Mr. RK? I know RK. He was hanging out with Pruitt back in the day uh, at Drake's and all these places and stuff, and you know, when you're hanging out with 
your guy friends, what are you doing? You're just getting drunk. You're like, I don't think I'm going to pick up any you're pussy. Chasing. But if I do, you love chasing, but you're not expecting. I think you should. At the but... end of the night, well, no, well, but, but well, you're average. They're I chasing mean, too. They're dude. chasing too. Everybody is. Everybody's drunk, horny. We're going out. We're looking at everybody else, and we're like, eh. You're making bad is, decisions. Is a, well, either way, put it this way. This happened to me and RK. So I'll explain my story, and RK's story is kind of similar. We went out to that little spot on off of uh, 38th Street, right across from the post office. Used to be kind of a luau type of place. The fucking flying, uh, the boot? No, not the boot. The boot's, the boot's on 30. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, 48. 48. Not 40. No, no, I am thinking 38. I'm thinking 38 across from... Uh, 38 um, and what? You know where the post office is by the Tacoma Mall? Oh, way over there. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So the post office by the Tacoma Mall, there used to be this bar on the other side right before taco time on the corner. Okay. There's a taco time there now. It's still taco there. It's still there. Still there. Yep. It's still there, but it's different ownership. What do you but mean? back in the day, it was kind of going dark. It was kind of going dark, but me and Pooh liked that area. So you were... Was, you so know, go ahead. It was getting dark, like, like <laughs> dark people hanging out. Oh, but you got raped by, by a black man? Is that no, what, I what did get raped this night. This is a story. I'm telling you the story. I didn't get raped in the bar. I got raped at... No, so anyway, there was this girl's birthday party, and me, Pruitt, and RK were there. And even Bernard, remember Bernard? Good old black Bernard. Never, I don't, I, I never met Bernard. Oh. Bernard, Lorette rests his soul, but he was one of the funnest guys I ever hung out with. Was he? Me and him. Is he a Spanaway leg guy? Go, uh-huh, no, he's a pure black guy. I know, but did I he? Took, I took him to a whole <laughs> bunch of places, and he got pissed off that I knew everybody. He goes, I'm going to take you somewhere that you don't know anybody. You're going to feel comfortable. So he took me to this place, and. The girl that was our bartender dated Pruitt, so I knew her. <laughs> and the bouncer, before we got in the club, he saw us waiting in line. And he goes, hey, Danny. I go, hey. I go, what are you doing here? I thought you were working at Dre. Yeah, they, you, you, you ready to go in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you got raped. No, I got raped hanging out with him. He didn't help me out. So you were with Bernard. I was with Bernard, I was with Pruitt, and I was with RK. Okay. I don't, and we were at that little... So I don't, hear, I, don't, I don't hear any female to male rape yet. I just hear you hanging out with a bunch of dudes. No, no. I was with those guys, and we went to that bar across from uh, the post office. Okay. And we're hanging out, and there's pool tables. There's pool tables. There's a girl's there, and there was a girl's birthday. Oh, One of the girls go. that was super cute. Super cute. Okay. It was her birthday. Yeah. So we're partying with all these other girls, and there was a couple of, you know, bigger set ones and a couple, you know, normal size and a couple of really tiny ones. So we had, like, you I know, know where this is going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm getting drunk, and back then I was drinking Crown on the Rocks and uh, with Pruitt and, and uh, 
Bernard didn't drink because he was diabetic and he was going to leave early. And he'd, I can't hang out with you guys. You guys, he'd always leave early. And then RK. So RK and Pruitt were hanging out and everybody was planning on going somewhere afterwards because it was this girl's birthday party. So this bigger set girl that I was playing pool with, because she's a decent pool player, yeah. so I was playing pool with her. And we're, you know, I mean, when you have, you know, four or five, six drinks in you, you're you're kind of flirty whether you know it or not. You, and you, I go, you, hey, you start evaluating the huh? field, and uh, you're like, I, I mean, it's either my, it's either her or my hand. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that because you got to remember, I got raped. Oh, but you were. Okay. I was thinking of the after-hour party. I was thinking of the after-hour party. I'm like, where are we going after? Yeah. And right, everybody right. was talking about this after-hour party. And so the girl goes, hey, you drive, you you know, you get in my car because Pruitt drove me there. She goes, you get in my car. We're going to we're gonna uh, swing by my place because everybody's meeting at my place. I go, oh, okay, cool. So we go to her place. We have two, three more drinks. I go, hey, where's everybody? And they're like, she's like, oh, they're not coming. They, uh, you know, and I go, it's her birthday. I mean, and I'm sitting there, I can't call Pruitt or fucking Ryan because my phone died. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm drunk. So I pass out in this girl's house. I wake up, no shit. She had two twin-size mattresses on the floor. No box spring, no risers. Okay. I woke up, I woke up with my ass on the carpet of the apartment in her bedroom with both mattresses squeezed next to me, hurling on top of me with all the blankets and everything. <laughs> on. And I'm sitting there going, I can't breathe. I can't. And I kept turning one side or another. I couldn't get out. I was like, this is how I'm going to go. Wow. Like, and then I finally got up and she was kind of, she got sober because it's in the morning. So this is a near death story. Like, as well. Oh. That's how I got raped. I didn't want it. Do you know, actually know? Did you go to the doctor and verify this rape? Oh yeah, I checked my shit out. You got a sex. I you, totally got a, you got did. you got you got an STD, didn't you? Uh, no, I was lucky. Oh. I was lucky. I've so, never had an STD in my life that you know of because you've never been to the doctor. No, I went to. I had to go to a doctor again because my girlfriend was in Hawaii. Remember Brandy? Yeah. She she called me and she goes, I got chlamydia. Da, 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 it's got to be your fault. Da, 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 da. And I go, I, I go, I go to the, I go, hey, I'll, I went, as soon as you get back, she got back into town. We went to the doctor and I had to sign certain paperwork for her to be able to like be in the room. Let her know, let her know, get the information. So she was in the room. She saw my dick get swamped. Like guy pulls my dick out and puts a fucking <laughs> cotton Q-tip down there. That felt good. And he goes, ah, I'll call you in a little bit. He called me a week later, and he goes, hey, Danny, uh, I got your results. Am I on speakerphone? And I go, no. And so he goes, well, put me on speakerphone. So he goes, Brandy, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? We'll do that tomorrow. Let's wait. He's getting tomorrow. interrupted right now. Who's that, Tim? It's already 530. The bank's closed. I know we can go to the outside tomorrow. We can go tomorrow Saturday on the outside. It's still going to be open. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you to. Drive Danny lives with his parents, and I don't want to drive dad. right now. 
Hey, so, uh, hold on. So what was I talking about? The time you got raped. Actually, you were talking about oh. Brandy and the whole chlamydia thing and speakerphone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Brandy, so Brandy, she was all mad. She got back from Hawaii. She gets back from Hawaii, and she just gives me that look. Like, I had to pick her up at the airport, you know? So you pick you pick your girl up at the airport, and she thinks you gave her an STD, so she, she don't talk to you. She don't look at you. She... She cooked herself dinner that night, didn't cook me anything. I had to go get something. But the next day, I went to the doctor's office with her, and she saw my dick get that Q-tip down my fucking boom. And uh, the doctor calls me two, three, day, three days later. Three days later, he goes, hey, Danny, you mind speakerphone? I go, hey, let me put you on speakerphone. He goes, well, I got the test results back, and uh, you're clear. I go, excuse me? And you're in your and head, you're like, like yes. Fuck oh, I yes. was totally like I I had the football in my hand in the end zone and I was spiking that shit knowing I was going to get a your 15 dick, yard penalty. Just like Marshall I Lynch. did not give a shit. <laughs> no, because I knew I was good. And he goes, hey, you know, and uh, he goes, no, you're good. Da, da, da. And uh, but he goes, since you've been in contact with your girlfriend who has chlamydia, I need to prescribe these pills to you, and they're big horse pills, and they're Ten of them. You got to take them for two weeks, and then you're go, good. Okay, so I go to no, so I go to pick them up, and uh, when I got the prescription from him, because I didn't have like a established you know pharmacy, and when I got the prescription from me, he goes, "Hey, I didn't want to tell tell you this on the phone, but uh, chlamydia is one of those things that sometimes a guy can have it and he doesn't know he has it, you know, and he can pass it on to a girl, but." Uh, um, you probably have chlamydia, so I didn't just want take to, these things. <laughs> no, he goes, I didn't want to say that on the phone because I have a feeling that she would have just been like, oh, yeah, you didn't even know you had it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Your doctor's you know, looking out so, for it. Your doctor was looking out for you. Well, I did see him since I was about, God, I've been seeing Dr. Vance. He's retired now, but I used to see him. He took my birthmark off my back. I've seen him since I was probably about three. Hey, you know what I was thinking we should do for the podcast is um, we should oh. just we should make a, a random phone call to like a buddy of ours and just check in. Like, well, we'd have to we'd have to start off with a uh, with fucking uh, Muncie. You want to call him now? Because we're we've been recording this whole thing. We got your rape story. <laughs> I would love to talk to Muncie. I called him the other day. I missed him on his birthday, but I called him afterwards. Like, ah, I didn't want well, why didn't you call? Why don't you call him right now and wish him happy birthday? No, I already called him a happy birthday. Well, well, do I have to call him in order for it to come through on the phone? Because I don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do a three-way call? I've never done one. I can do a three-way call. Hold on a second. Let's call Muncie. Call Muncie. Or call, yeah, call Muncie first. Here, let's tell a story about Muncie while I'm calling him. You tell a story oh, about Muncie. Muncie. What, what? What? You know, I had to how, how did you? How did you? How did you meet Muncie? First of all, let me ask you that. He worked at Pro Golf. Right. He was the laziest employee we ever had. He was. Yeah. I, oh, I, he was so lazy because he just liked talking to customers. He he was great with customers, but he wasn't a salesperson. He was a backroom guy. So right. he'd be like helping out with like the run and shit and transferring shit and. You know, store man maintenance 
and he would just like start talking to a customer and start laughing. And literally I could clock up and be like, dude, he's been talking to that customer for like a half an hour. But as a salesperson, I can't give him shit. And I was surprised Cal gave him shit because you're making that customer happy. They like to hang out in the store. You're creating a good environment. So even though Cal looked at him as almost kind of worthless, like lazy, and I was like, fuck, he's got talent that he doesn't know he has. You know, because, I mean, being a people person, that's the toughest skill to find out. He's, he's got more talent in his mouth than he realizes. It's a t- it, he makes everybody feel totally comfortable, and he never starts a fight. Well, he's a, he's a natural promoter, I think. But he's oh, all, dude! I would love to. I'd love to see that guy if he got a shot on WWE. He could oh, take Jesus some guy Christ. down to the middle of the fucking. Jesus! No, Christ. seriously. Did back you really in the day did you see you... WWE? <laughs> he's not oh, that dude, big. I've been watching a lot of he, WWE he's not lately that big. too. I've he's been not... watching the old Rock shit. He's not that big. So should we call him or what? Woo! All right, let's call him. Uh, Little Ric Flair. I'm a I'm a jet flying limousine riding Rolex wearing son of a gun. All right, you know they even have that in football now. What do you mean? That's another thing. Is what do they have wrestling? In football? Wrestling. The characters from WWE have yeah. gone total mainstream. The Rock is in like every major well, movie. Dude, Jumanji. The, Donald Trump's our president, man. Like he he was running the WWF like in the eighties, bro. He closed. He still goes on. He still goes on and beat his ass. Yeah, he still goes on Raw. I love it. Like just recent, like what was that? Right before he became president. Or I want to see Nancy Pelosi clothesline somebody. (sighs) All right, here we go. I don't think she. Yo, what's up, man? What's happening? Just chilling. What are you doing? I got Danny on the other line. He wants to say something to you. Daniel, are you there? Yo. What up? Where's, Mun- Where's Munsonator? Start talking. Here. He's right there. You, uh, you are here. I couldn't hear the phone ring. I thought he was going to hang up on me. No. I got on a three-way call, Muncie. Oh, hey, Muncie. Yeah, we decided we decided to do a uh, podcast. All right, and you're part of it. You're on right now, buddy. Okay. <laughs> we actually thought about all of our buddies' opinions that we admire the most. You came up. Well, I appreciate that. What are we doing are a podcast doing? about? We're just we're just calling. Well, we're, we're, we're just call, we're just calling you to check in and to see what's going on. You got do you got the uh, the COVID AIDS or what? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm doing just fine. You're virus free. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, Muncie. Yeah, you got a girl at the house, don't you? I'm over at Jen's house. Yeah, she's uh, on her way home. New. Oh, she's oh. not there yet. I admire this guy like no other right now. He's locked down, and he's got some little something, something going on. I love it. <laughs> How long you been with Jen now? 
11 months. And say, you're pushing about a year, bro. Yeah. You going to get married? Get, get married? I don't, I don't know. Am I really on a podcast right now? You're asking questions like I am. Yeah, you are. Well, if you don't want to talk about it's not, that, you it, don't have to. It's not live yet. We were actually, no, we're just pre-recording. We're thinking about doing one, and we were, like, sitting there going, who would be the best friends to talk to? Well, no, who would be the best friends to talk to about personal opinions? We thought it, we people thought, that are laid back. We thought a good segment would be just call, call up one of our buddies, just random, right on the spot. You picked up, and here you are. We're just making sure you don't have. We're just making sure you don't have COVID. Well, I don't have COVID. Do you know anybody's got COVID? But you don't mind staying at the house. Right Do you know anybody's What's got that? COVID? What are you cooking? I don't know anybody who's sick. That's good. I don't. I think it's a hoax. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know anybody that's sick neither. You know anybody who's sick? But <laughs> the hype is a hoax. Yeah, the hype is a hoax. I think shutting down the whole fucking country for a death rate of like two percent is ridiculous oh it's not even two percent dude if you look at the number of cases the number of cases confirmed is huge number of people dead is tiny tiny well you know why it's so tiny and it's going to get tinier is because everybody who's died since the COVID has been out they classified it as quote COVID death and the thing right. is is that so all of a sudden you got to look at some of those statistics and be, be like so nobody's died of a heart attack, like, in the last three months. Nobody's exactly. died of this or that. It's like, no, people die on a normal they're basis. Counting, they're counting normal shit, but they're just, it's just a little blown out of proportion, you know? You think it's like that? Oh, I think it's, I think it's totally, like, a real thing, and people are sick, and some people are sick, but I totally think that they're just using the scare tactic to be able to push something different. There's a reason so many uh, CEOs step down and the economy's hitting the tank. And I mean, that's, it all plays together. It does, man. Talk about hitting and the, the tank. Number, the like numbers to, are I'd way like skewed. Put some gas in. What did you say? The numbers are way skewed, like fucking New York. We closed this country down from China, and then we fucking right. closed Europe. And then all of a sudden, New York just blows the fuck up. I, dude, I think it's a biological weapon someone's trying to drop, and I think they're just doing it to get Trump out of office. I think it's... It's almost a terrorist act. I think it's a conspiracy theory, bro. It's almost a terrorist act. What? I mean, they, they closed down... So, so hold on. Back up. Let Muncie Wu, talk. Let Muncie... Let, let the Mun Wu-Tang Clan. Let Muncie talk. The Wu the Wu Tang Clan started in Wu. Where where was that called? Wu Fang. Shut Wu, up! Wu, shut something? up! Let Muncie talk. What are what are you saying? I think it is a conspiracy theory to get Trump out of office. I think it's some sort of collusion of the deep fucking state against his ass to get him out because. Listen, health, a pandemic, fucking overwhelming him with all this bullshit, man, that's, it screams fucking le crazy left wing, dude. Big time. Yeah, but they I, want to wreck the economy. Well, and I don't think they want to wreck the economy. I think that whoever they might be in that place, I think, I think they 
benefit from the economy thriving. And I think that they... Um, but do they, though? I mean, they, just... they want us to sit home because... Have you seen any AOC's uh, press briefings lately? She's so happy that we're all like not working and stuff like that. Oh, she, she's loving that. She's, she's loving that oil green, was tanked, fucking negative thirty-seven dollars the other day. It, they're paying people. Well, here's my thought. Go. I got to make this kind of quick because I got to get back to working on dinner and shit. But, Go. You cook. Um, you're cooking. What? You're cooking. What am I cooking? You're yeah. What are you yeah. cooking? Well, well, chili there day. There you go. Yeah, but my thing is that I think that with nobody working, nobody's paying in to socialism. So they're everybody receiving. No, nobody's paying in. That's why the government's paying out, and who got to pay it back? We got to pay it back. Right, and so all of that plays into more of a like socialist mindset, but <laughs> people are going to revolt against that. And I think that okay. I think we're all going to have to get back to work. To a, like, working well, hold on. Hold on. Not, hold on. You, you talked about Muncie, I appreciate what you just said there, but you also said socialist mindset, right? So socialist mindset, for one, it says, if you don't agree with me, shut up. For two, no, think about this. Let me, let me finish. Socialist mindset means that if you don't agree with me, shut up. Two, it means stay at home. We will send you money. And none of us are happy. Yeah, we're daddy so, now. So, I mean, if you want to think about socialist type of society, we're not too happy about this because we want to go to work because I'd like to go to a bar or a dinner with my buddies and hang out with you and you not like hanging out with me type of thing. But, you know, at least I, we'd be able to make choices. So the more we get into a socialist society, the less we have control of what we actually can uh, make audibles on our, on our daily actions every day. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Hey, Muncie, I got a question for you because then I'll let you get back to cooking dinner. Do you think um, men get raped by women very often? Absolutely not. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but Dan- Danny just told a story about him getting raped. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I, I <laughs> no, and R- 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 RK, not saying any names, but RK got raped too. Here's my thing. That doesn't happen very often. And when it does, it's usually like an out-of-context type of thing. I think that okay. I think that women can say that they were all on board, and then as soon as it's over with, say, "Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with that." Oh, and weird. That happens a lot. Oh, weird. I kind of just said that earlier. I said, "Listen, what's with all these women coming out like thirty years later, trying to like throw Brett Kavanaugh, Joe Biden, fucking everybody else under the bus?" Like you're wrong. Joe Biden's a pedophile. You know Joe Biden did it, though. He's well, what I'm saying is there's ac- accusations. I was trying to make it balanced there <laughs> by bringing in Kavanaugh. <laughs> but but seriously, where, where, they just come out of the woodwork, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Why, think, why 30 years later? Listen, 30 years ago, people were open to hearing about a rape story, so why why did you wait till 2020 to say it? Right. No, well, you know what happens. 
you know what happens is that one of your friends says, hey, that uh, if you make a stand, if you say this, you said you had maybe this type of experience. If you say this, it's really going to hurt them. And there's somebody we don't want to empower. Exactly. Exactly. I think that has a lot to do with what's been happening lately. But I think that, I think when you got guys like Louis CK, who said in his own hotel room, now this is, this is a controversial subject, but Louis CK was in his own hotel room laying on his own bed and said, I'm about to start jerking it. Nobody got up and left. He pulled his dick Sarah, Sarah Silverman was right there. The story Sarah Silverman later. was right there. Right. And the story came out later on that he did this horrible thing. Well, nobody could come up with anything horrible that he did when you take individual facts into play. Out of he jerked off. Horrible. Yeah, but he jerked off. In his own bed. That's called indecent. told everybody it was about to happen. In front of other Put people. Put it this way. Put it this way. The only reason they they pull up any of this shit is because it's, it's, it's supposed to mean like every uh, Harvey Weinstein. Like, you were protruding me. If I, if I didn't do something, I would not be famous. I would not be successful. I would not make a living. But he did that. So Louis C.K. did that. And who's in the bedroom with him? Well, fucking Sarah Silverman. She became one of the yeah. funniest actresses or uh, comedians ever. She saw Louis C.K.'s dick. she still has this weird <laughs> deal. Huh? She saw Louis C.K.'s dick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, like she even talks about it. Yeah. Oh. She but talked he, about it, and she said when he, he was walking through the, he was walking through the hotel masturbating, and she started laughing. <laughs> But that's the thing. He was in his own hotel room. It, like that's like you, Muncie, 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 Muncie. Real quick, if you were in your own house and you were had a party at your house, okay? There's eight yeah, of you're going to jail. Yeah, and you're like, hey, I'm just gonna whip out my dick and start jerking off. You, and half the room was women. Do you think that would be a problem? Do you think someone would say something about that? It's kind of your house. What's the difference whacking off your own dick and having an orgy? On one hand, it's, it, it is your own house. You get to make the rules. You get to do what you want. You guests got, can leave if they want. You got women Number in there. Two, who cares? Even <laughs> men doesn't matter. I'm still just as offended as she is by the fact that you did something gross. The problem is the, the way that the details came out. Everybody kind of swept under the rug the fact that he announced that he was going to do it and that he did it. It wasn't walking through his hotel room. He was laying on his own bed in his hotel room. So he made a bad decision. <laughs> and that's, that, His friends can call him a creep, or his old friends can call him a creep. Hey, but I think creep I th would be fine, but a sexual predator is a different level. I think, I think exactly. he was trying to be funny. He was totally trying to be funny. He's a comic. Come on now. Exactly. And all those things taken into consideration, yes. I'm, I'm not going to go to a party at his house. With but, other comics gonna, in the know, room. Sarah Silverman being one totally of them. I would totally go into a party to his house. No, and if he was masturbating, I'd go to the kitchen and have a fucking crown and be like, Jesus, he'll be done in a minute. I don't know what he's doing. But I've heard comics care. defend him, and I've heard a very few number of people be upset with him. So based on all that, like no no no. If other comics, well, did you see his? Did you see his new uh, stand-up? 
did you see his brand new stand up? Oh, no, not yet. phenomenal. Yeah, I got to watch that. But hey, it's kind of like Dave Chappelle. You guys. All right, all right Muncie's got to go. Muncie's got to go. We'll hey, link up soon. Yeah, hey, we're going to we're, we're keep trying to do these podcasts. This one's probably shit, but uh, we're going to keep doing them. Yeah, no, it's good to get in the rhythm. Yeah, no, Sorry. we're just going to call people, like all of our, our whole crew. We weren't going to surprise you and just be like, ah, you're, you're on the air. You're the first guest. <laughs> I think I think Damn, we should, I think we're going to call I think we're gonna call Jim next. That's dope. Jim would be a fun one on the phone. I think he would be great on the phone. We're going to call hey, David well, you guys Moody and the Munsonator. All right. We'll link up in the next week or two, maybe. Soon. I, I'm not sick. You're not sick. Danny's not sick. I'm thinking about coming down Are fucking tomorrow. Are you on lockdown still up in Edmonds? Dude, I can come. I, I'm, I can break lockdown whenever the fuck I want. Yeah, but I'm up in Edmonds, yeah. All right. Well, let's link up in the next two weeks. All right. Cool. Well, you guys enjoy, you right, guys guys. enjoy lockdown. All right. Yeah. Happy. Later. At, Late. Later. Late. All right. You there? Yeah, I'm still here. So that was fun. You he would be perfect for a podcast. Dude, he just he was just on it. Well, it's just one of those things that we got to figure out what we want to talk about and what direction. And We don't have to at all. We're doing it right now, and it sounds great. Well, we should have been recording a long time ago. We have Back been. in the garage when we were getting super stoned. Yeah, dude. I we was, were like, oh, we should have recorded I was that. talking. I was just talking about it. I was like, yeah, I said, we used to have all these people in the garage. And we, like, <laughs> you know who was great, even though, you know, love him or hate him, but Derek was fantastic. He was a great. Oh, Derek. Derek was fantastic. Hey, I, I found out Derek went totally sober now, and he's actually counseling people to not drink. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. He's on the pool team of the guy that I go to Costco all the. I go. I I look for uh, Brandon. I don't know if you remember Brandon, but I remember him from like pool league and stuff. And he works at Costco, and he's always one of. The, he's normally one of the clerks, like you know, scanning shit out. I think I think Derek might be secretly gay. I mean, he's straight, but. He's got a gay streak in him. He gets a little too emotional. Well, the thing with him, the thing with him, I, I want to say, I want to stretch it out to, to he's gay. He plays but the sad side. I would say well. he likes to manipulate things. Yeah, he, he likes does. To use, so, totally. He's got a background in psychology and he likes to manipulate things. He likes, he, like, he likes to make people feel sorry for him. Oh, I remember. Remember when we were going to Pool League? Remember oh, yeah. when we were at, uh, at Cities? Yeah. Remember when we were at Cities and I had that big conversation with him? And oh, me and yeah. you were practicing all the time. Me and you were practicing all the time. We'd practice with anybody, and he never was able to show up at that time. And uh, We were trying to run it like an he, NBA championship team, but, you know. We were trying for. We we, we did we're, good. We we're trying. Listen, listen. We we put together a team that uh, went to the very finals of city, and me and you put it together on one on the first try. Think of that. Like we, maybe we should do it again. We built we built a championship team. We only did it one time. For, I think we should just do it once a year. I hate playing league all year long. I hate it. 
No, but the thing is, you got you got to get the the key players are those twos and threes that you can like coach up. Like with me, like with me right now, I could be like, hey, let's go practice at the Alps. You know what you I know, would? You know what I would do? There. Here, here's how we solve that problem: we put an ad, ad out on Craigslist and just ask <sighs> ask for, are you a female? Do you like the game of pool? Are you not that good? Do you want to get better? Well, I have an opportunity for you. I'm telling you, I don't. I don't think the ad's going to work. I think we got to cultivate it. I, I think they got to be way more mentored than you think. I mean, we got to sit there. No, it's a social. Listen, it's a social experience for them. I know, but they're not going to like go on you or they're not going to go on to a. Uh, Facebook ad, Facebook ad. No, no, I don't want any of those. I do not want anybody anymore who looks at Facebook more than once a week. That's not ever going to happen. I don't look at Facebook at all until I run my skins game. That's how often do you look at Facebook? I'd say probably once a day, briefly. I'm not like on it, on it. I think. Well, you know what I'm you saying. Know, you is know, that you know I'm who's not trying to get somebody who's like on it all the time. You know who's crushing Facebook right now is Steve Amend. I fucking every single one of his posts are hilarious. They're just he re- never responds to me. I don't care, but they his posts. They're all like pro Trump shit, and then Cal gets on and says something totally fucking like polar. Oh, he always tries. Oh, he always. The war between those two is fucking awesome. He does that on purpose. It's been happening for like at least no, four months. No, we talked about that. Me and Angry, it, me and Angry maybe talked even about that. Six he does months. that on purpose. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love all. I even texted him. I said, dude, your, your fucking things are so on point right now. See, that's the, that's the one thing I... I I have gone on Facebook a couple of times and I've seen them go back and forth and I've seen Cal's responses and I really want to send a response like really like I'm just like Cal you're way out of All right so Danny you know, Danny I got I, t- I got to tell you something so we've got 9% battery on the iPad and about probably 5 minutes left on the podcast before we're out of memory here and uh, right. should we get in another phone call or should we just wrap it out with? Let's call angry. All right. Uh, no, we can't really call angry. Who, who? Well, maybe we just. There's no reason to call anybody with four minutes left. Let's. Okay. How about we do this for the next couple minutes here? Let's run through a list of guests. Run G- through a list of what? Just throw out names and why we should call them people in our little circle. I think Jim's on there all day. Yeah, he might not do it, but Jim would be on there. Just call him um, up. Jim, we just want to ask you a couple questions about something. Just talk. Metalski. Don't even tell him he's My on the podcast. He doesn't even need to know that he's on a podcast. He no, just needs okay, to know that he's on a three way okay, okay. call. All right, well, so you said one. I, I get to say one, too. Metalski. Who? Metalski. I got a whole bunch of guys okay. on my skin. Okay, 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 okay. fucking repertoire. You need to figure I'm going to pull most golfers. 
that's fine. You need to figure out how to do a three-way call on your goddamn phone because you need to be in charge of the calls. Right. If you can do that from your phone, that makes my life a lot easier. I mean, I can do it from my end. No, I'm just kind of curious why you can't charge your fucking iPad in right now and you're fucking... Uh, a whole be, bunch of shit. The, could, the problem, you're, you're, the, the problem, obviously not at like the park. Well, the problem is, is the iPad, you, the lightning thing where you charge it, it uses the i. It's the same thing you plug the iRig into, and the iRig is how we're recording this thing, and oh, and that okay. draws power. It kills the fucking thing. Why don't you get two like attachments? Uh, for whatever, uh, for this particular iPad, it doesn't work that way. You know, and the other thing is... Um, you can't plug it in when you got somebody else plugged in? It's not about the power right now. Honestly, th- we started this thing at 40% battery life, okay? So the power is really... Not, we're going to be fine on the power, but it's the capacity of how long I can record. We record in, we record in GarageBand. And garage band. Well, I was hoping you were gonna. I, I was hoping you were gonna be able to talk to me after I did a couple of uh, uh, dabs because I gotta wait for Timmy to wake up, and then I'm gonna do a couple of dabs. We can do another podcast. Let, let's let's call it eight o'clock. We can keep doing these over and over. <laughs> two o'clock. Two hours. No, let's do one at eight. I got nothing going on. You got anything going on? I think we should just do a shitload of these and just put them out. Every other day, you down? You gotta edit a little bit. Nah, just let me ride. Well, you know, I do appreciate. I I watch a lot of uh, uh, Crowder, <laughs> and uh, I like the fact he doesn't. I like the fact he doesn't uh, edit his videos. I mean, we can have like a topper, like to start it off. I mean, we could be, you know, like. Well, where, 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 where would we draw, draw our line at as far as conversations? Are we not going to talk about uh, pro-choice, pro-abortion? Are we, we ta- not going to talk about... It's I a mean, podcast. You can talk about whatever you want. No, but the thing is, maybe maybe we should talk about more guys' issues. I think we should talk about and, politics and what's going on in the world today and time events. Well, if we talk about women's issues, I definitely think we should not talk about the women issue but how the women issue affects us men sure you know like because i thought about that a lot lately like with all these people having abortions and stuff i'm like danny could i imagine if some girl killed my kid danny straight up there is a a power shift happening in this world and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of sour vaginas out there right now that get upset when men start to be men and they don't like it and they fight back. No, we got to, we got to, we got to, because the only thing is we're trying to protect everybody. No, we're trying to protect everybody we love. We're trying to protect everybody we love, whether or not women realize that or not. Straight up. This is not, this is not the first time it's happened in history either. In the history of humankind, this is not the first time. Women are crazy. Well, they try. They they try to pull up. Listen, yeah, our dicks go in their vaginas, and uh, no, we just we we look at an end goal. We just like want to have sex. We want to please them. We want to, you know. But I mean, when we don't want to mad at us, talk, and we want them no, to continue when, to please no, us. But when they talk, sometimes we're like, oh my god, you, yeah. 
I was just telling, sometimes I was, when they I was, talk, we're just like we don't agree with them at all. I was just telling my mom. She's like, she's like, so what kind of woman do you do you really want? And I said, well, I said I think I need two. You and, said two? Yeah, I <laughs> like this is oh. a weird, weird conversation I have with your mom, but she's like, you know, because I'm I'm no, I'm, okay. old, I'm I'm older, and you know, like I've I've, I've been around the block, and what do you say, two? I think I need two. And or, 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 or one go? or one that can do the job of two. But I think I need two. So you're looking for a fifty, uh, a girl born in the fifties. I need two. No, you're just looking for somebody born in the fifties. No, I need two. For multiple you, reasons. You need. Okay, we'll explain. Well, think about it. If you've got two, what can you do? Just look up Pornhub and just tell me what you can do. <laughs> You know, you're talking at the same time. Okay. I'm talking, wonder if you have to please them differently at different times. No, I want, I, I think, I think one should be more dominant than the so, other. Okay, so you got to please one over the other at different, separate times because you do not want to create no, you got, you got, you got one that's really smart. You got one that's really smart. And she's, you know, the the brains of the operation. She's the one. She's the controlling one, the controller that she's like maybe like keeps you in line or whatever. And but you know, she's encouraging. She thinks you're fucking amazing. She thinks so. You're saying the smart one probably takes care of the bills, makes sure everything's taken care of. She's 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 the control freak, and you know, the one that keeps things in line. And then the other ones, you know, she's a little bit more like the hippie hippie lover. You know, I mean, but she's definitely. The control freaks, bitch. You feel me? Cards, cards. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, then you tell me how you do it. Uh, me? I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, what you trying to I get know into? It's harder, I know it's harder to please two girls than one. True, but not if one's in charge of the other. You gotta think Hugh and Hefner then, on then, this then, shit. You gotta, you gotta realize there's there's a different. You gotta think Hugh Hefner on the appreciation shit. He, he, for that. He he had a, he had he had his main one and then two other ones that reported to the main one. I mean, this guy had like seven girlfriends at the same time at once, but he had one main one that was the, the you know the the, the what how do you call it the ring tamer or the the lion tamer? Oh, the Tiger King, the Tiger King. No, I'm not talking about Tiger King. Guys, got he did the same thing. He's got three husbands, but he did it in the gay way. He's he's gay, but the other guy on that show has like four fucking girlfriends, not even wives, just girlfriends. No, I admire the guy. I haven't seen the whole thing. I just got uh, introduced to it not too long ago. I just like I watched a couple and was laughing my ass off. No, you know it's funny. I got through uh, uh, season one, episode two. And it got into the gay aspect, and I was watching it with my my family. My dad's like, "What the fuck are we watching?" <laughs> so I had to turn it off. Yeah. And I told my sister, and she goes, "Did you see it all?" I'm like, "No, Dad said it's too gay." You know, Dad said it's too gay. <laughs> He's right. And he, I was kind of uh, what? He's right. It is too fucking gay. I couldn't stand. I was like, "What the fuck?" Are, I mean, am I even watching right now? You know what, though? That guy is the most entertaining guy in the world. And being honest, he's behind bars. And there's Save no from body. Carol Baskins. No, 
Carol Baskins fucking killed her own husband. You know that you know that she her husband before him actually yeah. has a restraining order on her. Yeah. And you know why? Cuz he feared his life. He was feared he was fearing that she might try to kill him. See, that's that's where the that's where the leash has gone too far. See, Carol Baskins is one of those alpha bitches. She's a liberal cunt and she I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just already know this. But she is one she's of those horrible. She's an alpha woman. She's and, horrible. And if she was a lesbian, she would be the do- dominating one. And she wants to do that to her man, who's the who's a bitch. You know what she's doing? What? So the Lion Kings is hugging and rolling around with these fucking tigers. And those, a lot of those tigers, and I'm not saying everybody should do this. I'm just saying there's a unique classification of people that are born. Very small percentage that are born that actually can be like, uh, remember Dances with Wolves? Remember that with uh, Kevin um, Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner. Dances with Wolves. Remember that? I don't remember the premise, but sure. I'm familiar with the title. Well, if he dan- if the movie's called Dances with Wolves, he's probably fucking got pretty goddamn close to those critters, right? <laughs> Is that what you're, you're saying? Kevin Costner fucks some wolves? No, he didn't get that close. He's not like you know. He didn't get all gay and shit with the wolves, but the thing is, he learned to live with them in the wild. Respect he learned that alpha beta their shit. Ter- respect their tor- territory, but also be a part of their community. You know what I mean? He learned the alpha beta thing from the wolves, is what you're saying. No, I no, no, no. Think about what I said. Think about what I said. Is that you learn, like like me, I'm in an urban environment. Think, think, about, think about Tacoma as the wild it is you know and uh there's a lot of people that shoot each other around here and shit and stuff but the thing is is that when i'm out and about and i'm sitting on the front porch and somebody walks by or if i go to the store or if i whatever if i do whatever i do in my daily routine i treat everybody like like a i would treat somebody to the skims game like I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt until you prove me wrong that you're a bad person. And I think that's the same thing that happens with animals. Is that? I don't think so. Well, think about no. Think about think about the Tiger King. He got drugged by one of his cats by his foot, and he pops up and then smacks the cat in the mouth and goes, "What are you doing? Who does that?" Most people would freak out. There are very few people that'll bounce back up and be like, "Yo, I'm here to help you out," type of thing. You're like, so right now would be a good time to just leave this show with a plug to go watch Tiger King. It's sweeping the nation. And watch Tiger King, you know, you need to watch some Tiger Woods golf. All right, That's Tiger Woods golf. That guy was. Uh, you do that, Tiger Woods. Watch, fuck Tiger King. Watch the real King Tiger Woods. 
And that's the end of the show. So thank you very much, and we'll do another one very, very soon. Peace.